Well, Doctor, why is this donor program just so important? So, Mark, this gives us a chance, really, uh, to call out and to recognize two piece, two things. One, to recognize the donors and the donor families uh, that are stepping forward, whether it's deceased donation or living donation, and two, to highlight the need and the need for life-saving organs and all the people on the waiting list waiting for organs. Doctor, what is the greatest need when we talk about uh, hu- human organ transplant? Um, that's a loaded question, Mark, because it depends on what organ you're looking for. But generally, uh, the the people that are waiting that has the largest waiting list is actually the kidney transplant list. Yes. Um, but when we think greatest need, most most often people think immediate life-saving organs, and so then you think about heart or lung or liver. Uh, but the kidney the kidney waitlist is much larger in terms of people waiting, and kidneys are also life saving with their own in their own uh, way. Overall, how generous are we in terms of signing up on the registry for our organs here in Wisconsin, Doctor? What what's your feeling about that? So uh, again, much like the state goes with politics, it's kind of fifty fifty. So. Um, in Milwaukee County, we actually have uh, a donor rate that's very low, and even though it's the biggest, the biggest county in the state, um, so it's well below the the state average. Um, similar with Racine and Kenosha, uh, bordering around 50 or less percent. Whereas in uh, in more rural areas uh, of the state, uh, the donor rate is actually quite high, and compares to compares to some of the larger areas in the country, uh, like the southeast which uh, part of the country, which typically has a very high donor rate. Doctor, you're doing some breakthrough uh, medicine here as it relates to combination kidney-liver uh, transplanting. Tell us about the technique that you developed and why that is so vital. So, um, really, it's designed to help uh, sick patients that are waiting for both organs recover faster and get and uh, get back to their, their life faster. So by doing it this way, we're able to uh, wake both organs up at the same time and get patients uh, through a smaller incision and get patients up and moving faster. So it's really it's really designed to, to make it more patient-centered. Yeah. I mean, how did you develop it? I mean, it just, it really, it was, it was pretty, it's pretty amazing technology in addition to, to medicine. How did you come, come upon this technique, sir? So it was actually uh, as most as most things that comes out of uh, out of a need or a necessity, but really it was around a patient where it was going to be very challenging to to do both separately, uh, just due to some anatomic issues they had, and so I uh, decided to put it all together and it worked, and then that's kind of where it came from. How easy is it for someone to actually sign up for the Wisconsin Donor Registry? Is it a pr- pretty simple process, doctor? It's actually quite easy. You can uh, do it right. Uh, at the Department of Motor Vehicles and say put it on your uh, driver's license. Um, you can call it, go to the Donate Life website. Um, so it's, it's actually quite easy to become an organ donor. And Dr. as an active transplant surgeon, as one who is, really serves as a bridge oftentimes between families that are grieving and families that are celebrating renewed life, what is your message, you know, when you reach out to Wisconsin as a whole here and ask folks to consider signing up for the registry just how important is that from your vantage point yeah i guess i guess what i would say is it's it's extremely important and since i i fortunately or unfortunately see it from both sides i think the 
the thing people should focus on is that even in your darkest hour, when something seems, uh, when something is so tragic, um, there is a silver lining and something good can come out of it and your loved one can live on. And uh, by donating, you can save lives. And uh, one donor can save up to 80 people with different between organ and tissue donation. Um, so there is something good that can come out of it and your loved one can live on. And also, for folks who are maybe, you know, having trouble signing up or thinking, boy, you know, I might lose control if I ever find myself in a situation where I'm lingering at death's door, uh, you know, some folks have trouble coming to grips with the fact that, yeah, it's okay to pass on your organs. What is your message to them? So I I think that the the message I have for them is... um they must rest assured that it's a completely independent process. So everything is done medically to take care of a patient, um, and the decision to donate by the medical team, it's a different team. So there's no, that's a common fear people have, is that they won't, not everything that can be done will be done because people want to want to uh, take my organs. So completely independent teams, completely independent process, and really everything is always done in the best interest of the patient prior to any type of donation. And... Um, again, once the once uh, you know it's a non-recoverable situation, and the family and the patient wish to donate, um, really something good can come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And what is it like, doctor, after you've completed a transplant and and uh, the recipient is doing well? What is it like for them to realize through the process now I'm carrying on because of the help of someone else who sacrificed so much? So it's kind of. Uh, it's a, I think it's a spiritual process, so I think patients realize that uh, there's a part of someone else in them, and oftentimes, and we as the transplant providers, we, we do allow, there's a process and a mechanism in place to allow donor and recipient families to communicate if they wish over time um, after the donor family has gone through the grieving process, um, but most often recipients do reach out to their uh, donor families to try to make a connection yeah. and or vice versa, just... Um, because it really it helps bring people together in some regards. As not only a surgeon, but as a healer, how do you tell your patients, it's okay, it's a gift? Um, I Usually what I say, and that's a good question, um, now you have to forgive me because I've actually been up all night, ironically, doing a liver transplant, but... Um, what I usually say to the patient and their family, and I kind of try to bring the message home once they're better, is this was a gift. This was a second chance. It's from another person. Um, and cherish the gift and uh, remember that someone donated. And uh, if need ever comes, you can also donate too. Dr. Sahaj Paul, thank you so much. Continued success to you and your colleagues at Aurora uh, St. Luke's Medical Center. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate your time. We're doing this.